Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hamburg. That's it's Germany's second largest city. It's such an important place. Hasn't had a Bundesliga team in a long time. Lots of O's here. Um, Louis, it looks like it could change. In fact, we'll get to HSV in a moment, but it looks like it could maybe even be two. And on top of that, there is even a chance that it's not just the two from Hamburg, but a third from that region in Kiel. St. Pauli must be looking like the favorite to go up at this moment. Is Hamburg finally getting a Bundesliga team back? I think so. I think that at least one of them will definitely go up. And it probably will be St. Pauli because they have been the outstanding team in the league so far this season. And to be fair, the last couple seasons, well, not last year actually, but before that, they have sometimes struggled in the second half of the season. Yeah. I don't want to get too carried away, but at the same time, they are really, really good. And they just keep going. And it's quite hard to see them dropping off that significantly that they, you know, fall behind Hamburg. So yeah. I would be quite confident, obviously, at least one of them's coming up. But also, yeah, it does really look like St. Pauli. It's going to be their year. And it's a bit of a surprise as well because they lost a lot of good players in the summer. Yeah. So that they've been this good is really quite impressive. Why do you think that is? I mean, there is a lot of talk about Hurzel and the, the work that he has done there, the head coach, right? Is it him or is it more than that? Like, what what's what happened here that made them such a... As you said, seven points ahead of their local rivals, HSV. What is it about St. Pauli that make them such a good team this year? I think, yeah, you do have to put it down mostly to to Herzl because he has really transformed them. When Mm -hmm. he came in, they were really struggling and straight away he has just been really, really impressive. Obviously, because he's so young as well, it's quite easy to kind of compare him to the impact Julian Nagelsmann had when he first came in at Hoffenheim. But there is, I think, also the the standout player in the league, possibly, for me, is Marcel Hartl, who has been one of my favourite players in the league for a few years because he's been at a few clubs that have chased, been chasing promotion. And he's one of the top scorers in the league this year, which is really impressive. He's been absolutely unbelievable at times. And obviously, they've got loads of other good players as well, like Asalai and Irvine. And so it's not just Hartle, but it's really nice to see him doing that well. And he's I think he's got the most assists in the league, nearly the most assists. And I think he's the second top scorer. So he's not carrying the team because they're very good otherwise but I think he has been just really really good this year and that's a, a big part of what's made St. Pauli the best team in the league yeah and you are actually absolutely right he he leads the league in assists with 10 um, and he is second in scoring um, with 12 so um, if you combine the scorer points he has on 22 scorer points um, just ahead of a certain, certain Robert Glatzel, 
<laughs> who plays for for HSV. Um, we have to talk about Hamburger SV, the biggest team in the second division. Let's be honest here. Yes, they have been down in, in the Zweite for a long time now, but um, they're still one of the biggest clubs in German football, at least historically speaking. You know, you look at the size of the stadium, you look at the impact that it had on, on German history, soccer history, right? And the fact that they have won a European Cup. Um, obviously, a lot of English listeners will know them from the time when Kevin Keegan was there. Unfortunately, since they've gone down, it's been one disastrous year after another. It's been one close promotion call after another. I was I was there and covered their promotion playoffs last year where where they fell to an, an admittedly very, very good VfB Stuttgart side, right? We now know how good Stuttgart are um, considering how they are standing in, this, in the Bundesliga now. Um, and I think you could see that already then. Um, so they, they probably never had a chance. They're one point behind Kiel. And it does look like Kiel and HSV are the two teams. And we're, go- we're going to talk about the chasing pack in a moment, but it looks like those two are kind of gunning it out um, for that second place that go guarantees you a straight promotion. They made a coaching change. Tim Walter um, fired. I, I really liked Walter. I, I, from a personal standpoint, I also think he really captivated the city and you know had people on his side, but you kind of felt like it, it had run his course. How how are you seeing them this year? And is Stefan Baumgart coming in the solution to finally see HSV return to the Bundesliga? I think that Walter going was something that probably had to happen. And I feel like, yeah, people did really identify with him. So it was a yeah. shame. But at the same time, maybe they should have actually gotten rid of him in the summer. Yeah. Because it's the same problems they were having last year. Yeah. The, they then had the discussion in winter whether to get rid of him and they decided to stick with him and I think at that point there was probably enough opposition within the club to make it probably no longer workable and then they had to kind of rush to to do it once things went wrong again. I think the Baumgart appointment is really interesting. I kind of got the impression that they would have liked to have uh, giving it to Merlin Paltzen, who was the interim and took over for one game, but that one game didn't go particularly well. And I think they probably realised, okay, we have to go and get Baumgart, who was always the favourite. Um, and I think it's a really good choice because he took Paderborn up, he kept Cologne up and, and got them into Europe. He's a really good coach. And in the same way that Tim Walter did, he can really energise the fans. Cologne absolutely loved him and he can also play really good football which I feel like people maybe forgotten uh, his Cologne team was a little bit especially at the end a little bit less exciting but the Paderborn team that he coached and took up from the bottom of the third division into the first was a an amazing team to watch if if he can do that at Hamburg they're, and they've got 60,000 people behind them every week. It's going to be something incredible. And he's in it for the long haul. His contract's till the end of next year. So if they don't go up this year... I'll do that means nothing in Haasfall. <laughs> well, I would be surprised if they got rid of him. I think this is maybe, maybe a time where it feels like his reputation is enough that 
they would probably look internally at Jonas Bolt and say, if we don't go up, it's probably because of him rather than Baumgart. But we'll see. We never know with Hamburg. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.